It is nearly dawn, the deepest hour behind her now, and she has left the deep forest and the hard-packed rocky trails she has walked for hours, for days perhaps, the fever bright within her. Night to day and back again, perhaps, all these trails so well known to her, for the beach at last. She is exposed here in the dawning, but she has stopped and listened along the way and doubled back time and again, so she is certain she is not pursued. They have given up. If they have ever followed her at all in the dark, she has moved only in the dark. Her wounds are graced with fortune, so close together this time at her left side, the knife and the bullet. The crescent moon and the full moon mere inches apart. She has staunched them with mud and wrapped them tightly with her belt. There will be little blood trail for them to follow. Still, she must heal. There is pain. Pain that pulses through her body from shoulder to knee, that beats at her body as the waves beat the shore. But pain is to be born. This is nothing to the pain of birthing. Pain says one thing only, alive. Still she must heal. She scans the rocky tideline and sees it right away, the exact shape and color, yellow-green, long flat blades torn from forests beneath the sea and now cast ashore, glistening wet, alive and healthy. She wades into the waves, the cool tide drawing back and forth along her calves, the push, the pull, the glint off the waves, the high reek of the sea, the long smell of death, the shoreline birthing, dying. She is immune to none of these. The sea has always been her ally. On a quiet night at low tide she can hear the world breathing. She loosens her belt and drops it to her hips, careful not to lose the knife. She goes to her knees and gently bathes her wounds until the mud is gone and her blood weeps down across her loincloth into the water, then stands and walks to shore. She stoops and pulls some of the leaves free of their rocky trap, washes them of sand and crab shell and presses them to her wounds. They sting. And this too is the sea. The sea sails through her like a poison now, like a gift. Slowly the pain subsides. She gathers more leaves thick as leather and washes them and presses them to her side, lifts and rebuckles her belt around them to hold them in place. She walks the shingle beach, eyeing tide pools for food and the cliffs above for shelter. It isn't long before she finds both. A small cache of mussels, a pair of tiny crabs, and perhaps forty feet above her, fifteen yards away, a narrow slit in the granite rock face, barely visible, draped in sphagnum moss, the opening to a cave. The crabs she crunches with her teeth and swallows nearly whole. The mussels she palms in her hand two at a time and pummels against the rocks, flicks away the shells with her fingertips and laps the meat inside. When she's finished, she heads across the beach and climbs a narrow path to the cave. Some ten feet from the entrance, she stops. She scents the air, pulls the knife from her belt. The knife still bears the dark brown stains of her own blood from the night before. 
the cow, in an unexpected bit of treachery from the last of her lost family, has stabbed her just above the hip and paid for that with his life.